Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the next episode of the Three Peaks Fitness Podcast. I'm Coach Mark. I'm Coach Lynette. Uh, and today we're going to talk about eating too little. Yes. And how you may be eating too little, or you may not be eating too little, even if you think you're eating too little. Yes. It's this, tricky. This is a tricky one. Oh, this can be the most frustrating thing to people when they, they think they're being so good. Like, oh, I've been watching what I eat, and I've been doing this for two weeks. Not a single pound is coming off, or maybe they might even be gaining weight. Mm. And, you know, and they're just using so much motivation and so much discipline, and they're just not getting the results. It can be so frustrating for people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I want to start this off by mentioning what you were talking about earlier about how you are not a unicorn. You're not a unicorn. If you're, you're listening to this, you're not special. There's not something special with you unless you've been, unless a doctor has diagnosed you with some sort, you know, hormonal, whatever. Yeah. Right. But if you're, you go get checked up and your doctor's like, no, you're good. You are not a unicorn. There's not something special preventing you from losing weight. Right. It, your body, it's, it's simple. Yep. Right. It's, it's, very it's simple. simple. Yep. The law of thermodynamics applies to everyone mm -hmm. right you may lose weight fast you may lose it slow but everyone can lose weight or gain weight depending on what they do right yeah and so the idea of calories in versus calories out is mm -hmm. true it is true you do you do need to be in a caloric deficit to lose weight yeah right and if you eat more calories than you burn you're going to gain weight and that is true for everyone right so understanding that lets us know that if you are in a position where you are struggling to lose weight and you don't know why, you think you're not eating enough, well, you may be eating too much. Yes, without even knowing it. So I think my microphone's not picking up my voice. Okay. Yeah, it is. You're good. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I had to make sure. Okay. Sorry about that. Just wanted to make sure. I didn't want to go through the rest of the podcast without my voice on. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Ah, that's better. Okay, thank you. All right, so the first truth I want to cover is thermodynamics applies to everybody. There's no unicorns. Mm -hmm. So we already covered that. So if you eat more energy than you use up, then you're going to gain weight. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the second truth is your energy balance will determine your body weight. So even teenage boys, right, if they eat too much, they will gain weight. Um, it's harder to do because uh, there's a lot going on. The metabolism is going, right? And if you're uh, older or whatever your situation is, um, your energy, the amount of energy you take in, i.e. the food, it's going to determine your, in, your body weight. Okay, so what are the problems? Why do people think they're not, they're eating too little or, you know, being so good and still gaining weight? So usually the first problem is their measurements are off mm. if they're measuring yep. their estimates yeah. are off if you're reading food labels using fitness trackers and you know using all these tools and the math just you know you've got all the math lined up mm -hmm. but you're not seeing results it's usually because it's off yeah. right so your body doesn't care what your fitness tracker says you know our bodies are much more complicated than all these different tools account for so all the treadmills and the fitness trackers and all the different things we use are tested on 20 year old males 
usually college students. Yeah. Okay. So just keep that in mind. So if it's estimating how many calories you burn during, you know, a one hour walk or, you know, an hour of rowing or whatever, just keep in mind that's tested on a 20 year old yeah. male. So it's not going to, it's going to be off as between 20 and 50%. Yeah. I can speak as a former 20 year old male. Uh, <laughs> your metabolism is through the roof at that age. So yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah, keep that in mind. So it's all just estimates and they can be really off. Same thing with food labels. We covered this in the podcast, Don't Chase Numbers, but food labels can be, they're allowed to be off by quite a bit. Like 25%, right? Yeah, something, or, something around 30% or something like, yeah. yeah. So there can be estimates. And then once you do eat the food, what your body does with it, it can vary from day to day depending on how stressed out you are mm. or how active you are or the condition of your uh, your gut, how much, you know, microbe isn't going on in your gut and whatever. Yeah. So it's going to be different every day. Well, let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about the four main contributors to energy expenditure, to, to burn your body burning calories, yeah. right? What are the four main, the four main contributors, ones. right? So you have... Your BMR, which is your basal metabolic rate, yeah. right? And that is just the amount of calories your body burns just for vital functions, right? Yeah. So to to to, uh, to breathe. Get your heart going, to breathe. Yeah, just yeah. like if you were to wake up and just lay in bed and not right. do anything all day, like that's essentially your basal metabolic rate, right? Yeah. Just the amount of calories your body expends to keep you alive. Uh, then you have the thermic effect of food, mm -hmm. which is uh, actually the amount of calories your body burns Digesting food. Yes. It takes, it's, it's very energy intensive to yeah. digest a meal. Um, it can be as much as 10% mm -hmm. of your total, total energy expenditure yeah. uh, at, at any given time. And it depends on what food it is. Like right. if it's a protein, it can be as much as 30% of the yeah. calories used up yeah. in the process of digesting yeah. oh, food. Oh, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Yep, and if yep, it's Twinkie, yep. very different if it's Twinkie, <laughs> yeah. very different. <laughs> um, and then the third one is the thermic effect of exercise, yes. right? So that is the, the you know amount of energy expended, number of calories burned with the dedicated exercise, right? So okay. going to the gym and actively okay. working out, right? And then the last one is non-exercise activity thermogenesis, yes. also known as NEAT. Mm -hmm. It's cool. It's a neat acronym. Yeah. Um, and that is the amount of calories you burn with like with non-dedicated uh, activity, right? So just, you know, walking around or mm -hmm. living your life. Fidgeting. Not, yeah, fidgeting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, doing Stuff the dishes. Like yeah. And really those are the four like primary ways that your body mm -hmm. burns calories. Yeah. And the thing is that it's, uh, I feel like most of, most people only look at one, right? We tend to, or maybe the two, they look at the workout and then, you yeah. know, the food, but not necessarily the food and how many calories you're burning, digesting it. Right. Yeah. You, work, you look at the workout. It's like, oh, I need to work. I want to lose weight. I'm going to work out really, really, really hard. Yeah. It's like, well, that's only 25% of the story, right? Yeah. There's those three other right. uh, uh, elements that you're not thinking about. Yeah. Um, People really underestimate the power of neat mm, of yeah. all that activity. Yep, 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 so yep. if you sit at a desk, for eight hours and then do like a one hour workout and then and then sit yeah. at home that yeah you're missing out on almost 600 calories of movement yeah <laughs> you could i mean i don't have i don't have like the math in front of me but right yeah. you could if you are sedentary 23 hours of the day including your sleep right yeah and you're only active during your workout yeah. right you are honestly better off <laughs> 
just having an act, a, a job where you sit, you're on your feet all day. <laughs> like you yeah. will probably be in all, all other things the same, yeah. right? Yeah. Someone who works a desk job or someone who works, you know, in retail or, or whatever, you're yeah. on your feet all day. The person in retail is probably going to be uh, in better shape, have better health and yeah. all, all other things. The just same. because they're up and moving. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. And it uses up a lot more energy than people think. That's the area where you have the most wiggle room for the mm. most potential to burn right. calories. There's only so much you can burn during a dedicated workout. Right. Yeah. You right. need the dedicated workout for the muscles. We'll mm -hmm. talk about that later. But the neat is where you have the most potential for some extra calorie burn. Yeah. Just a little tip there. Yeah. A little tip there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those are, yeah. So those are like the four main contributors to burning calories. Um, now, you do, okay. So it is true that you do need to be in a caloric deficit, mm -hmm. but. Oh, there's you a problem. Yeah, it's it's more nuanced than that. You don't yeah. want to go too extreme. And I understand the logic, right? It's like, oh, well, if I need to, if I need to be in a caloric deficit to lose weight, then the more of a deficit I'm in, the right. more weight I'll lose. Right? I know. It's, yeah, they, it's, we think the math. We yeah. think the math's going to add up, but yeah. your body is not a math problem. Your body's not a math problem, and your body is smarter than you. So yes, you, you cannot outsmart your body. Your body doesn't actually care what you look like. Your body is only concerned with keeping you alive. Exactly. <laughs> and so if you reduce your caloric intake too much, your body will go, it's generally known as starvation mode. Yeah. I don't really like that term because no. it's not, it doesn't really explain what's you're happening. you're not starving. You're not starving, <laughs> right, yeah. Um, but it's what it's the technical term is adaptive thermogenesis. And all that means is your body is recognizing, hey, uh, I am expending way more calories than I'm getting. Let me slow down the amount of calories that I'm expending to match the amount of calories I'm consuming. Because again, your body doesn't care what you look like in a bathing suit. It only cares about yeah. keeping you alive. That's its number one goal. Yeah. So, I mean, if your body did act like a math problem, you could literally starve yourself to death by just not eating enough. Yeah. Your body makes those adjustments and slows everything down. To keep you alive. Well, it's, I mean, it's funny you say that. So if you're into too much of a deficit for too long, yeah, you will run into a lot of those problems. Not only will you slow your metabolism down, but then you start risking running into a lot of health problems. Yes. As yeah. well, and now malnourishment and stuff like that. Yeah, all, ki all kinds of things are going to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when you, and this is the tricky part too, because when you initially do something like a crash diet, You'll, yeah, you'll lose weight. Yeah, you're right? going to lose, lose water first. Yeah, you'll lose. You're yeah, going to start mostly. out by losing water. You'll lose a lot of water weight, right? <laughs> because probably the crash diet you're doing has you cutting out all your carbs. If you right? drop so, five pounds in three days, it's, it's water. It's water weight. Yep. It is water. Yeah. Um, and so you'll lose weight eventually, but ev but eventually that will stop because of the adaptive thermogenesis. Yeah, it's going to slow right? down. Your body's going to catch up and be like, hey, shh, let's chill. And when that happens, uh, your body will – well, actually, a bunch of stuff happens. Uh, one of the things that happens is your body will slow down your uh, need, your non-exercise yes. activity thermogenesis. Right? Yeah. It will it will literally slow you down. It will stop you from doing things like fidgeting. It will make you'll feel lazy. Yeah. You'll feel sluggish. You won't want to go and be active. You're and not do gonna. Things. Yeah, you're gonna lose your bounce, your pep. Yeah, yeah. This is your body trying to prevent you from expending mm -hmm. energy. Yeah. Right. So that's. Uh, one of the things that can happen, you know, when when everything's uh, when everything slows down, and additionally, and this one's really tough, and <laughs> I know a lot of crash dieters out there have experienced this. Your body will make you crave yes really 
<laughs> Usually yeah. foods that aren't too great for you. You're not craving kale. Carbs Let's put it fats. that way. You're yeah. going to be carbon. You're going to be craving carbs yeah. and fats. So I mean, think about that combination, right? If I put myself into a uh, you know adaptive thermogenesis or yeah. quote unquote starvation, not only is my body making me less active, it's also making me crave yeah. calorically dense right. foods to try to again bring that caloric intake back. And now up. you're just hating life now. You're just hating life. You're miserable. <laughs> you're feeling lazy. So you're right. not, it's just, it's a whirlwind. It's a mess. And that combination is why we see things like the bounce back so much. I wouldn't even call it a bounce back. Uh, <laughs> what would you call it? I don't know. When you, you lose 20 pounds and then it two months right later back. you gain 25, right? Because it, you've gone back to the eating. You, right. Now you're probably overeating. Right. And your body has slowed down, mm -hmm. and it's like uh, trying to absorb more calories from the food you're eating. So yeah, boom, it right. all comes back. Or get this, even worse if you, depending on how long you were in that adaptive thermogenesis type of type of phase, and your your metabolism could have slowed down. So you could go back to eating the way you were. Yeah. But because your metabolism is slower, you'll gain weight that you didn't have before. Yeah. So there was this really interesting study that was done on a group of women where. So they took, a, they took a group of women they, and they gave them all 800 calories, right? They split the group of women in two. One group of women uh, either did not exercise or did cardio, right? And then the second group of women uh, did resistance training, okay? And the group of, and again, they're, they're, all of them are getting 800 calories. The group of women- By that, the way, that is not enough calories. Yeah, that is not, yeah, don't do, don't, this is not advice. This you, is just- Women need at least 1,200 calories. 800 yeah. is not enough. 800 is way, way too little. But this is, <laughs> I'm going somewhere with this. Um, the group of women that uh, only did cardio or, di or, or did no exercise, their metabolic rate slowed significantly um, and they lost muscle mass. Mm, okay. they, now get this, the group of women, and again, <laughs> I emphasize that they all were getting 800 calories. The group of women that uh, took part in a resistance training program, maintained their muscle mass, maintained their strength, and their metabolic rate stayed the same. Okay. So. There we go. Why bring this up? <laughs> because something that's really, really, really important uh, to do while you're in the process of trying to you know, lose weight uh, because you are in a caloric deficit, deficit, it's really, really important that you are incorporating strength training. Yeah, because your body doesn't care if it takes it from muscle or fat. Yeah. So it's just going to say, oh, whatever. Yeah. It's going to, so you want to keep it from pulling from the muscle. Yeah. You want to keep it from pulling from the muscle. So you want to be doing things like, so you want to be in a, if you want to lose weight, you still want to be in a caloric deficit, right? Mm -hmm. But you want to be doing things like strength training. You want to make sure that you're getting enough protein, mm -hmm. right? Why is protein yeah. important? If, if I'm in a, if I'm yeah. in a caloric deficit, why is getting enough protein? Oh, important? Okay. So protein is important for many reasons, but for losing weight, number one, it's going to help, um, your appetite. You're gonna mm -hmm. feel fuller longer. Also, protein is the most cost effective for burning, like it takes 30% of the calories in a protein dominant food mm -hmm. to digest it. So it takes longer to digest, more calories to digest it. So it's a very efficient food. And everything in your body, including your muscles, are, is made of protein and your mm -hmm. bones. Yeah. So you need it, right? It's the yeah. most important nutrient that yeah. you can take in. Super, super, super important. So yeah. resistance training, uh, making sure we're getting enough protein. Yeah. Uh, you know, we always like to say, don't count things. Yeah. Right. It can be, 
it can be tempting to yeah. count and but like you said your body is not a, a math problem it's not a math it doesn't work that way yeah it's more, it's more of an art than a science it is although it, it is a science i mean it technically is a science like right study the I know. But, you know it's not it's not quite as black and white yeah um so this is we've talked about what happens when you're eating too little for too long mm -hmm. but what if you think you're eating too little but you're oh, not. Oh, yeah. Okay. This, a lot of people fall into this category. Oh, but I'm, I am eating too little, mm -hmm. but I'm still not losing weight. So usually you, uh, your measurements off. There was one guy that thought he estimated that he was using two tablespoons of oil to cook his meals every day. And then he took it, took a day, one day, cause we don't believe in measuring forever, but it is a nice way of getting a picture of what you're doing. Yeah. So he's for one day, he measured everything that he used for his cooking and his eating. And he was actually using 12 tablespoons mm. instead of two tablespoons of oil. That's a 1200 calorie difference. So that's why he was not losing weight. He was yeah. eating all the vegetables, all the protein, all the things. He was just using too much oil. Mm -hmm. He didn't realize it. It's really easy to overestimate what you eat. So there's a truth among most people. Mm -hmm. We overestimate how much we're burning and we underestimate how much we're eating. Yeah. That's just the way our brains work. Yeah, that's a great point, especially with the, with fats and oils. Yeah. It's so easy to go overboard. Right. And with like olive oil, right? You think, oh, I'm just, it's olive oil, it's healthy. I'm just gonna, you know, drizzle it over my vegetables yeah. or, or, you know, use it in my salad as yeah. a dressing or whatever, but it's, it's can be really, really easy to overdo it. Really easy. And nuts are the same way, especially mm -hmm. if they have a salt on them. We end up eating like a, a half a cup of nuts. Mm -hmm. It's way more than we need. Yeah. So uh, the marketing industry has told everybody, if you need protein, eat nuts, but <sighs> nuts are actually a fat, yeah. not a protein. <laughs> yeah. They have some bonus protein in them mm -hmm. and we do need nuts. They're, They're super nutritious, but yeah. we need to treat them like a fat, not like a protein. Mm -hmm. So you should be eating like one or two tablespoons of nuts, not cups of nuts. Yeah, yeah. Not grabbing a handful every time you right. you go into the kitchen. So that's yeah. one of the common mistakes people make when they're trying to lose weight. Oh, I'm, I'm barely eating anything. I've got these these little nuts and they're they're not full for very long because all they're eating is just the, the high calorie little things like that. So mm -hmm. that's a way that calories can sneak in mm. is that we don't understand what's in the food that we're eating and we're underestimating what we're eating. Yeah. So um, it all has to do with perception. So we think that we're eating little. And what does eating too little mean for you? That might be mean, okay, well, I went on my fitness pal and it told me to eat this many calories and I'm under that calorie count every day. Why am I not losing weight? Hmm. There's a lot of reasons, right? The, the You may have overestimated how much exercise you're doing in the tracker yeah. or maybe the food items you put in there, the, <clears throat> the nutrition, it underestimated your calories. There's a lot of problems that can mm -hmm. come with that. I mean, it's again, it's nice to get a, a general picture, but if, uh, if you're not um, eating whole, less processed foods, then you're probably gonna be underestimating your calories, even mm. with the tracker. So that's one really good piece of advice I would give everybody is just eat less processed foods. Yeah, It's a good, easy fix. Yeah. So um, if everything you're eating has a nutrition label, you're probably eating a lot of processed foods because mm. stuff from the produce department and the meat department and the dairy department, dairy has nutrition labels, but most of the foods that you want to be eating are not going to have 
Yeah. Nutrition labels. Yeah, like it's a good rule for that. You just eat things that are one ingredient. You can combine the ingredients, yeah. but just yeah, single like yourself, ingredients. Like eat things yeah. that are just one a ingredient. A baked potato. Yeah. A piece of chicken. Yeah. yeah. Keep it simple. Keep mm -hmm. it really, really simple. Yep. So um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Snacks are another way that we can underestimate what we're eating. Like if your kid leaves a chicken nugget on their tray, you <laughs> pop it in your mouth, not even thinking it's about it. Calories right, right there. Right. Yeah. And it just doesn't take much. Um, when you're tasting food while you're cooking, that mm -hmm. is sneaky in there. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, when you're popping in Jolly Ranchers or whatever, it, it all sneaks in and we don't, and we don't um, even record it because, right. because we don't think about it. No, you don't think about it. You're thinking about your three meals and you didn't think about all the little things. <laughs> so I did an experiment early in my weight loss journey. I'm like, all right, I am going to record everything I eat. I did a one day experiment even all the little snacks and everything. And I was eating pretty healthy meals. And then all the little snacks, the little 100 calorie snacks, all those little things. It was 1300 calories in snacks alone. Jeez. The snacks alone were 1300 calories. That was before the meals. Man. So it was just the stupid snacks. That's shocking. A little string cheese here and a little cracker there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I was like, Hats all right. Up. So we don't need as many snacks as we think we need to eat. Yeah. I think in America, we eat way too many snacks. I think maybe a planned snack is fine. Yeah. Um, it's like, you know, in the afternoon, you're going to get hungry, then have a planned snack that's got protein in it, maybe a fat or a little carb in there, mm -hmm. and then just move on. We don't need to be nibbling all day long. Right. That I think that's where a lot of calories are sneaking in. So you think you're not eating enough because you're not that full all mm -hmm. day long, but that's the problem with snacking is you're not full. Satisfied, you're not that full. Um, you're just kind of hungry all day, kind of grazing all day, and you just you're just packing on, packing yeah. in the calories. And if it's process, if you're eating processed snacks, you're hungry. Yeah. Thirty minutes later, you're gonna get that's, you're gonna hungry really yeah. fast. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So that's um, that's what's gonna happen there with the snacking. Um, then there's um, under eating for a long period of time, like you said, your metabol your metabolism is gonna make adjustments your hormones are going to make adjustments too. Mm -hmm, yeah. So um, you've got appetite hormones and feeling full hormones, and those are just going to reverse and make mm -hmm. you hungry all the time. And you're, it's going to be harder to feel full and satisfied. Your thyroid is going to be thrown off. Everything gets thrown off when you're uh, under-exercising. And then when you use exercise, some people eat whatever they want, because I see everyone on the trail with the T-shirts that say, I run so I can eat, you know. Yeah, I used <laughs> to think that way, too. Um, yeah, that might work for a while. But your body, again, is built to live. It's mm -hmm. built to survive. It doesn't care what you look like. Yeah. So after a while, it's going to increase your appetite. And it's going to increase the energy you're absorbing from all your food. It's going to get really efficient. Like, okay, I have to get everything I can out of everything they eat. Mm -hmm. And it's going to slow everything down. Yeah. And um, you're going to get a lower resting metabolic rate. Mm. So everything's going, and you're going to get the less neat that you um, that you mentioned. So and your gut will make adjustments, and there's always the genetics. Genetics, yeah. Do, genetics do play a role. Hormones play them. a role. Yeah. But we give them too much credit. Mm -hmm. You can still lose weight no matter what the genetics, no matter what medication you're taking. People say, "Oh, well, I have to take this medicine, and it it causes weight gain." I'm like, "No, the medicine did not cause the weight gain. <laughs> it caused you to." Uh, absorb more energy from your food. Right. 
but the weight gain came from eating more than you needed. Right, or depending on the medication, it changed other factors in your life yeah. that then caused you to yeah. behave differently and then thereby, yeah. you know. Yeah, so it might make it slower. It, your weight loss might be slower, mm -hmm. but it does not actually cause the weight gain. Yeah. It's just putting that out there right now. Yeah, and you're then, not a unicorn. And then sleep, people don't sleep enough. So they, they think they're, you know, Oh yeah. my my so if your food is like really on track you're eating your whole unprocessed foods and your exercise and everything's beautiful but you're getting 5 hours of sleep a night your body's going to make adjustments it's mm -hmm. going to say oh I'm hungry. I need energy because instead of telling you to go to sleep, your body's going to say, well, if you just eat these Ritz crackers, that'll give us some quick energy mm -hmm. and we'll move on. It's, it's your brain plays tricks. It's trying to keep going. Yeah. It's like a deadly combination. The late night screens because you're, because your body's, your body wants to go to bed. Your body's tired, Yeah. but you're staring at a screen. So it doesn't think the sun's gone down. Right. But it's tired, and so you're craving. You start so craving. Like, okay, eat yeah, eat something for that quick hit yeah. of energy. Yeah, it's a, so, it's a bad combination. Yeah, right the sleep there. is really gonna throw throw things off. You yeah, cannot, especially hormonally. You're not gonna lose weight yeah. if you're not sleeping. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. So yeah, it's gonna throw off your hormones. So yeah. All right. So obviously, um, losing weight is a very complicated issue, but we have a simple solution. Okay, number one, if you want to do a one day or a one week experiment, measure everything that you think you're eating. Um, number two, be compassionate with yourself because if you stress yourself out trying to be restrictive and critical of yourself and I'm so lazy, why can't I lose weight? You're gonna up your cortisone level. You're gonna up your stress level and then you won't be able to lose weight. It's, yeah. it's counterintuitive. Yeah, it's like <laughs> almost impossible to, to lose weight if you are overly stressed out. Right, you can't. Your allostatic load is too high. You can't hate yourself into weight loss. You said yeah. that one time. <laughs> you can't hate yourself into weight loss. Yeah, yeah, it's true, it's true, yeah. <laughs> so, Yeah. totally, I'm sorry, what did you say? You said something about allostatic load. Yeah, I was just saying, you know, we talk about allostatic load all the yeah. time and how like you, uh, you, it's nearly impossible to lose weight if you are if your allostatic load is too high. If you are too yeah. stressed out and too under recovered, you you will not lose weight. Yeah, exactly. And then um, number three, eat slowly. Try to get at least one meal a day to last fifteen to twenty minutes. Mm -hmm. That is life changing. It's hard. It's harder than it sounds. It is hard, especially if you're eating by yourself, which I do mm -hmm. often. I'm by myself. I'm like I'm bored to tears. I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm bored. <laughs> but you got to do it. That is yeah. life changing. You cannot lose weight or be a healthy person if you never have a slow meal. Yeah, something that so. helps with that. Don't just put your phone in your pocket. Yeah. Right. Or put it like, don't just, just be there. Just well, eat, just be present and don't. And then go put it in another room. Or, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and then just eat, just be with the food and just eat. It's a form of meditation to eat slowly. Mm -hmm. So, and again, like I've said multiple times, less processed foods, more whole foods. Um, if you need to, you can play around with how much protein, how much carbs and how much fats you're eating. You can play around with those numbers a little bit. And lastly, I beg of everyone, please stop playing the calorie games. Yeah. Um, just make good decisions based on the outcome you want. So quit saying things like, oh, if I'm good, then I get to be bad later on. Right. Or if right. I pretend I didn't eat the cookies, then it didn't happen. Or if my friend who sits next to me eats more than I do, then my calories don't count. Stop that. Except yeah. be an adult. Accept the consequences. All right. Be compassionate, but also be objective and realistic. Like, yeah. yeah. I ate too much and this is the consequences and I'm just going to move on 
and be an adult. Yeah, you got to have a short-term memory. Yeah. Just move on with your life. Yeah. But So I think cool. I think we covered it. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. So yeah, uh, hopefully this was helpful, guys. Yeah. Uh, really do some reflecting. Look at look at your life. Look at your decisions. <laughs> look at your life. That sounds really deep. <laughs> look at your look at the decisions you're making on a day to day basis. Right. Um, especially if you've been caught up in that cycle of like you know crash dieting and stuff like that. It's hard. We live yeah. in a society where that's just just thrust upon you constantly. Right. Try to break yeah. free from that cycle. Take a look at at what it is that you're doing and just try to make better choices every day. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, so if this was helpful, we will talk to you next time. All right, bye-bye.